0: Good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday, April 20th. So it's hard to f- believe that April is flown by so quickly. But hey, you know what? Let's go. Anyways, uh, Acts chapter 11. And this is kind of a recap chapter of the last chapter. And I had some interesting thoughts about this one. Uh, so after um, Cornelius, right? Cornelius is the general and are the centurion, centurion and he is uh, called Peter and he and his house get saved. And so Peter heads up on to Jerusalem, I believe it is, where the other apostles are and the, and the other apostles that were in Judea heard that the Galatians uh, Gentiles had also received the word of God and Peter came up to Jerusalem and then when they were they that were of the circumcision, the Jews, contended with him saying, thou wentest into the to men uncircumcised, and thou hast to eat with them, and it's like, oh my eyebrows, guys, what are you doing here? And uh, Peter rehearsed the matter from the beginning. So if you remember it, is Peter was in Joppa, he was praying in the rooftop, and and God sends down the sheep with unclean animals on it, and he says, take and eat. And Peter's like, I don't eat unclean stuff. And God says, every what I have made, you know, how call us, you know, don't call it unclean. And he does it like three times. And then um, the, the men of Cornelius come and um, that were sent of Cornelius and and tell him, hey, you know what, go with him. And So Peter's like, hey, here's what happened. So the spirit, this is verse 12, chapter 11, and the spirit bade me go with them, nothing doubting. Moreover, the six brethren accompanied me and were entered into this man's house. And he showed us how he had seen an angel in his house, which stood and said unto him, Send men to Joppa and call for us and call for Simon, whose surname is Peter, who shall tell thee words whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved. I think that's fascinating. It's like Cornelius was all primed and ready to go for God. And she just like, just like he told him, Go and talk. This Peter's guys can tell you whatever you need to know. That thou and thy house shall be saved. And at, in verse fifteen, and as I began to speak, the Holy Ghost fell on them, as on us at the beginning. Then remembered I the word of the Lord, how He said, "John indeed, John indeed baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost." For as much then as God gave them the like gift as He did unto us who believe who believe in the Lord Jesus, what was I that I would with, I could withstand God? And when they heard these things, they held their peace and glorified God, saying, Then hath God also to the Gentiles granted repentance unto life. And I love that response, is is they were kind of upset at something at first, and then when they heard how God had laid out the plan, is like, hey, this is not just for Jews. This is for Gentiles, or they glorify God, and we're like, "Joining to God, uh, glorifying God. That Gentiles could have, have eternal repentance unto life. A couple things that where I was thinking about with this is 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 what is being saved? What does true faith look like, and how is it? How does it play out? So the things that came to mind were one is is it talks about in Hebrews? I believe is is faith is the substance of things not seen but things hoped for, or things hoped for, things not seen, something like that. Go look it up, uh, and. That true faith is not having a visual representation of it per se. So there's often an analogy going around about oh a you know you know faith to sit in a chair. I don't believe that's faith because you have seen chairs in the past. You have seen you will see chairs in the future, and you have probably seen or likelihood of someone around you having seen someone else sit in that chair. So is that true faith? Well, no. you you're having i don't really think it's true faith. maybe a small part of faith or say someone who is skydiving so you're going to go jump out of an airplane you have a parachute strapped in your back and whatnot are you really having faith in that parachute because if that parachute's been tested and packed properly we hope and again that's a little bit of faith um and many people have done it very safely many times is that true faith I would say that's a little bit more faith because there is a little bit more. You are, if you sit in a chair and the chair smashes, well, you're on the ground. But whoops. If you're jumping from an airplane and the parachute doesn't open, okay, you're splat and toast. Burnt toast or splatted toast. Anyways, is that really true faith? I would venture to say that's not absolutely true faith. Is true faith is an absolute substance of things not seen, but things hoped for. Is if you have a a knowledge, a foreknowledge of what it actually is, is that really faith? So something that jumped out at me is like, how can you tell when someone gets saved? Because it happens a couple of different ways, or the Holy Ghost falling upon them is. So God knows the heart, thank goodness. And and so like with Cornelius here is. Peter's just talking away, and Cornelius is all primed and ready, and so is his his household that's with him, his close friends and his family, as the Bible describes it. And he's all primed and ready to go. And when Peter starts talking starts explaining how Jesus came and died, is he believed? It doesn't record him saying anything. And the Holy Ghost fell upon him. And I think that's fascinating because, you know, I I do believe that with, you know, how the Bible says in Romans that confession is made and that are. Let's see, how does it say it? Um, with the mouth, confession is made unto righteousness or something like that, repentance and, you know, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, now shall be saved. I'd have to go back and look at it. Um, but obviously then, you know, we couldn't have people who are uh, mute, speak, you know, become Christians. And so it's really a matter of the heart. I think the outward working of say baptism uh, or say of, you know, the speak the, the uh, verbal speaking is that if you have true faith, your actions will follow your words is when someone could say this should be a i think ideally should be a verbal um saying this and also a physical of baptism because it's it's not just yeah i believe you know okay whoop do. it's that i believe and i'm gonna i'm gonna act out i'm gonna i'm gonna carry out i'm gonna act upon what i'm believing on um and it's not a a see believe it's not a a a a belief that has no actions associated with it um, because faith without works is dead but also uh, works without faith is dead so you can't just go and get yourself baptized and be good that doesn't work Uh, or you know just blah blah you know say it without actually believing so just really thinking about that is is that it's a matter of the heart and that faith is just truly believing in God. And then that's, and that's interesting. Another another offside topic is about the Holy Ghost falling. Is is Does it happen immediately? Does it happen slightly delayed? Um, do you need to be prayed on for the Holy Ghost? All of those have happened in here in the book of Acts so far. Uh, so maybe we'll talk about that sometime, but I'm probably way over time. Yep, I'm way over time. So uh, we'll talk to you. Hope you have a great rest of your day.